0: Hello, hello, welcome back to the third episode of the Felly Pixels podcast. I am so excited that I'm here with you today. I am so excited that I'm behind the mic talking to y'all about photography and art and good vibes and just, just feeling it. Again, if this is your first time joining my channel, my podcast, basically it's just bringing a spiritual and philosophical approach to the art form of photography, which is the main focus of my channel. And, you know, just trying to weave out the whole BS of what social media brings to us and what we see on the daily and what we witness. And it's just off a show. So hopefully my insight, my perspective, what I have to say, people can relate to it. I am feeling the love that I've gotten so far from my first two episodes. I truly appreciate everyone who took the time out of their day to listen to what I have to say, who who is feeling my messages. It just makes me feel good. It makes me feel like what I'm doing is worth it. And at the end of the day, I'm having fun with this. You know, I'm not taking myself too seriously. I'm just having a good time and I'm doing it. So welcome um this is going to be hopefully a, a, a fun uh podcast um a few things i want to talk about um so again you know you're free free to call in if you're listening and you want to call in and put your input into it please do the more the better um let's just talk about you know pure artistry and not whatever the, the, the bs before i get into photography talk, I just want to give everyone a heads up um, about um, the shooting massacre that happened in Parkland. Um, Some of you, maybe a lot of you who are listening may not know, but I do live in Broad County. Um, The school that that this had occurred in is about a good 30 minutes, maybe a little bit more from where I I live. So it's very close to home. And um, yesterday was the National Walkout Day. And my high school did it yesterday, MacArthur High School. So I want to give a quick shout out to MacArthur High School for the students to walking out and speaking their voice about the no-gun policy that I do feel, you know, there needs to be some changes. Um, And um, it's just amazing to see the youth having such a powerful voice um, in this really dark time in our society today. And it gives me hope that our future may be a bit brighter because of these children. Um, they took a traumatic experience, something that will most likely change their lives forever, and they're turning it into a positive. And that just makes my heart feel so good. Um, I'm going to try my best um, to go out in Parkland pretty soon. It's been in my in my spirit to go over there and, you know, just pay my respects to the students and the teachers that lost their lives over there and, um, and do my part as an artist to shed some light on the issues that we have today when it comes down to, um, gun control. So, um, so yeah, if any of you kids are listening out there, if their parents now, they're listening out there, um, who can either relate to what has happened or feel some type of way because they themselves have children. I personally don't have any, my own biological kids, but I do have, I would say a stepson. My boyfriend has a son who is five, and I love him dearly. And just to even imagine or think anything happening to him is terrifying. Me as a teacher, to even think of uh, the possibility of educators being armed because of these situations happening, it's terrifying. So to see the youth speaking up, it really, 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 really makes my heart happy. And it really feels good. So, a quick shout-out to Storming Gu- Douglas High School. You guys are definitely on everybody's mind. Trust me. So, um, so yeah. On a lighter note... And I'm kind of switching the topic here pretty fast. But on a lighter note, um, I wanted to kind of talk about Black Panther a little bit. Not too much, but just a little bit. Um, me and my boyfriend, we saw it a couple of weeks ago. Um... We kind of told each other that it wasn't going to be that good. We kind of said, you know, the hype. I I can't stand the hype of people just hyping up movies, hyping up movies. We saw it. It was good. I didn't say it was bad. I I made a comment about how um, it was overhyped. It was. Sorry. Not sorry. But it was overhyped. I did take a lot of positive um, things from it. Um... Seeing an all-black cast on the screen was a beautiful thing to see. Um, Powerful characters. The visuals were amazing. But at the end of the day, I've seen better Marvel movies. This wasn't the best Marvel movie I've seen. And it's a bit unfortunate because I feel like Black Panther has so much potential of being such a great film. I gotta say, I'm gonna be totally honest, I was a bit disappointed when the king's sister was not portrayed as a Black Panther herself you guys may or may not know if you follow the comic books or not Um, the princess was also a Black Panther she was also a fighter she was also a warrior and the fact that they didn't show her in that light as a woman of color I'm light though but I'm a woman of color Um, it bothered me So that really turned me off a little bit. So I don't know. I know they're going to do a second film. So let's see. Maybe in the second film they probably shed some light on her Black Panther side. But we'll, we'll never know. So, yeah. So, if you guys watched it, you know, tell me your thoughts about it. Especially you photographers and cinematographers out there. If you're listening, I want to hear your thoughts about it and, you know, hear what you think. That would be cool. And we could talk about that. So, yeah. So that has been you know, a little touch base about what are my top thoughts right now. Um, let's just dive in right into the photography. A um, couple of things. First thing, my showcase. I was supposed to do a showcase this month. It was actually supposed to be today on the 15th. I First of all, let me just say, I never really expected to get a response from Raw Artist when I sent them my portfolio i sent my portfolio and i do this a lot and i don't know why i do it i think just to see if i'm capable of and i think that sounds so corny but i i don't know if other artists do this but a lot of times when i see an opportunity or i see something that kind of i have a certain interest in i say okay i want to send my portfolio just to see if i can get it and Some people think that it might be selfish because I'm taking another opportunity away from someone else. I don't think so. I feel like sometimes as artists, we have to to get some type of validation that our work is relatable to others. And that what we're doing has a specific voice and you kind of are headed into the right direction. So, it's one thing when you post something on Instagram or on Twitter or whatever social media you use for your photography... And you get featured out on someone else's page because of your work. That's all great. That's fine. That's cool. But there's nothing like sending your work to a, 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 a place that is official. Like an agency or a um, a company or a brand or a venue or a gallery. And you get that feedback. And I think it's so important for artists to do that. To send their work out. Get professional feedback. Because that's for me personally, that's really how you can grow you get you get criticism from someone within the industry that can be totally upfront and genuine with you and say listen your work is good but maybe if you try this and i think a lot of times and i don't know why i see this so much on social media especially with professional photographers or they call themselves professional photographers when they get um constructive criticism if there's one thing that I learned in art school when I was taking art classes is your work will be constantly critiqued. You have to take the good with the bad. And I think that if you're not willing to listen to the bad, then you are you shouldn't be doing this. And that's really why I sent my work to Raw Artists. I wanted to see if I was capable of being a part of this group of people who are basically underground Um independent artist and when I got the reply saying that they want me to showcase my work I was absolutely elated but then it dawned on me that I can't do it I, I can't do it um a lot of reasons the main reasons were that conversating with the people there and trying to distinguish what was what would work best for me as an artist for them as a as a company to showcase other artists we just weren't a good we not I don't want to that's not true we were a good fit. It was just the wrong time. If I do it later, if I would have sent my work at a later time and I my schedule was more open, where I was able to commit myself to engaging with them and going back and forth. I, I, when, you, when I sent my portfolio, I didn't really know the process. They really don't explain it to you until after you've submitted your work and until after they give you the letter of we want you in our show. So... Um, After knowing all the details afterwards, that's when I realized, I can't, this is not going to fit. So talking with them and realizing that, wait a minute, I really don't need them to showcase my work. I really don't need them to have my work be seen by other people. I'm going to explain what made me come to this point where I'm like, I'm going to do this on my own. Growing up, my mother, her being an artist, she was very good at marketing herself. This was a time in the 90s, guys. Like, we didn't have no Twitter. We didn't have Instagram. We didn't have, really, internet. Um, <laughs> we didn't have anything that we have right now in our hands. My mom was a hustler. And I don't know if it's the, the New York in her or what it is, but my mom, she knew a lot of people. She was very well connected within the art world and she was able to do open houses or she will call them open galleries at our house. We lived in Brooklyn and it was literally like once a month or once every two months she would open her home and she would change the whole house, the whole first floor into a gallery of her designs, her artwork, her sculptures, her sur- I mean anything that she made, it was open to the public and it would be signs everywhere outside and people would come in the home and would make orders because my mom would do birthdays, weddings, all type of stuff. Um she people would buy art right there on the spot. I mean it was such going up that was like the most awesome thing to see. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna do that shit myself. I don't need these places to do this for me or to make a quote unquote or to have a quote-unquote space i have a house i have my parents home i have my boyfriend's home i have i have space where i can invite people in to my world and sell my work so that's what i'm actually working on right now if you follow me from the beginning of my journey on, on social media um you know that i do have my artwork mostly on um, Society 6 to Sell. I've been with them for two years now. And it has been a great two years. Um, I am an earning from them. I can't say that I make a full-time earning from them. But I do earn from them. However, because it's coming from a third party. Like my artwork goes through them. And they do all the legwork. I want my artwork to be more personal. And I want people to... Truly, when they see my prints, they see my 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 visuals, and they get it in their hands, they can say, "Oh wow, this is Felicia all over," from the framework to the packaging to everything. So, I've decided that I'm going to finally, because there's a lot of you guys who know me personally who have been after my ass, excuse my language, to open an Etsy shop. So I am actually <laughs> have been for the past two weeks working on my etsy shop and it ain't easy but let me tell you something it has been the most fun i've had in a very long time creating and actually feeling excited and i haven't really been feeling excited in a long time when it comes to my photography and i think that's so sad and i i I don't want to point fingers or blame or anything like that but i think that i think that the media has really fucked up Our perception of what good work is. I think that social media has fucked up our perception of. If you're not working with A, B, or C. You're not really doing anything. I read something today this morning that really irked my nerve. Um, I'm not going to mention any names. Because this person is a very well known Instagrammer. Influencer. Photographer. He works for um, one of the biggest music moguls of all time. But anyway, he wrote something the other day that made my blood boil. He said that he 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 said no shade, but I think that people who are in their twenties through thirties who still live at home don't have their shit together and I have like he has some type of he thinks of you of some type of way basically like if you're in your 20s and 30s and you're living at home with mom and dad he's gonna look at you sideways that's basically what he was stating and that really irked me because it could be a cultural thing it could be where you know maybe in his own circumstances he had to leave home But the reason why I brought that up is because a lot of people who are in that space or or who have such a huge audience and they read things like that, you're kind of cutting, you're kind of killing them softly, need to say. You know, I feel like whether you live at home or not, it shouldn't matter. If you're an artist, listen to me. Listen to me ladies and gentlemen I don't know if there's any young folks listening to me right now But if you're living at home And you're in your 20s and 30s And you're living at home Good for you Save your coins Save your money If you're staying home because of school Do it If you're staying home because of saving money Do it If you're saving because Like myself I am an artist Once upon a time I used to live on my own I used to have my own place Oh it was so great Awesome Oh, my God! the freedom was amazing, but then, when you know living paycheck to paycheck it ain't that amazing and think that I have the kind of parents that I do because I realized that mind you, I'm a college graduate i I was teaching, you know, I was making an income i was being I was living comfortably, but it was literally paycheck to paycheck and um i i I had to swallow my pride a little bit, but I made a decision to move back to my parents because. I wanted to save my money. I wanted to save my money. And I I said to myself, if any of my friends have a problem because of what America has taught us, how society has shoved down our throat, that we have to be independent by the age of 18. Fuck that. No, you don't. No, you don't. If you are blessed to have a family that you can stay home in while you're working, while you're going to school, as long as you're saving your money and you're working towards something, please take advantage of it. Please take advantage of it. I think that there 's nothing greater than being able to save your money so that when you do move out on your own and you want to buy a home instead of renting, you want to buy your own property you 're comfortable and you 're safe and me as an artist and this is this the reason why I brought this up is because as an artist, most of our money that we spend are is on our art, and think that I have the kind of parents that I do because I think a lot of, especially coming from where I come from, if I was shit, they'd be like, no, you can't move back, but my parents know my wants, they know what my desires are in life, they know what my goals are, and they are so extremely supportive, and they have invested in me and my art as well, so for them to be like, hey, you know, you're you're educated, you're good, come, come, the doors were open, and I've taken fully advantage of it, and I feel like if you ever come across those type of comments on social media, or those type of big influencers on social media, and they're preaching those type of things, or they're or they're sending that kind of message out, um, block them because it's people like that that I feel taint young minds, and I feel that they cause this thing where, oh, I'm 18, I gotta get out of the house, I'm gonna I'm gonna be free now. Don't kill yourself, like don't kill yourself, guys. Really don't. As an artist, I'm telling you, there's nothing greater than being able to be in an environment where you can able to save your money, so that way when you're able to go out and be on your own, you are able to fulfillly be completely independent, where you don't have to be in the position where you have to go back. Example like myself. So, you know, a lot of people don't want to talk about it, or no, I'm going to talk about it because I feel like, and I, and it's again this American society percep perception of, you know, eighteen. You get. You gotta get out the house. You gotta. Yeah, you gotta grow. You gotta live life. I did all that. I did all that shit, but it wasn't. I was not happy, and I was, like I said, living paycheck to paycheck. I was not personally able to invest in myself and my photography because I was teaching at the time. I was running a business. I was, you know, doing aftercare and all this other stuff that really what my intentions as far as my art went took the backside because I was making sure my bills were kept up and then when I look at my savings account oh my I I didn't have any because everything went to bills so again you got to be very careful of what you see and read on social media because let me tell you it will it can destroy your intention of what you want to do with your life so that was the only reason why i brought that up maybe some of you know who i was talking about if you do okay if you don't okay but i'm not gonna say who it was but like i said he this person was is, is pretty big and um irked my nerves just irked me just irked me um i don't know if you guys can hear this let me see uh chronics let me tell you something guys i can listen to chronics every day well actually i do to be honest He's like one of my favorite reggae artists, and I'm listening to his uh chronological um chronology album. I think I said that right I'm kind of tongue tied today so so yeah so yeah so so Etsy shop is definitely coming around it's gonna be i'm gonna the goal is by April it should be up and running because right now what I'm doing I'm doing the printing. Myself, I'm doing the framing myself. It's all vintage frames. Um, I'm also doing the packaging, the visuals, the marketing for it. Um, so yeah, just just look look for it on my Instagram. If you guys aren't following me yet, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter under Felly Pixels. IG. There's a period in between Felly and Pixels, just FYI. So, um, But yeah, Felly Pixels on IG and on Twitter. So what else I have going on? So I have the Etsy shop, the showcase. Um, I am planning on doing a little open house. Again, not sure if it's going to be where yet. But if you're in the Miami area, you know, definitely look out on my IG stories because that is definitely on my mind. And that will be happening very 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 soon so yeah so again guys I need to have people um, with me Um, I, I remember on the first episode I mentioned um, having some women come and join on these conversations and see what their thoughts are on the photography world. And this month is uh, International Women's Month, right? It's Women's Month in March. So um, I'm going to share some of my favorite uh, photographers on social media that I truly admire, that I've been following for a very, very, very long time. Um, Some I have just met recently through um, photo walks and um, meetups here in South Florida. Um, But there's a few that I've followed for years, basically since I first started IG, and um, looking forward to um, having them aboard, because I spoke with them, and some are eager to talk with me on this podcast, and just talk art and photography, and kind of get their insight on how they feel on on how the photography world is right now, if there's any favoritism within the in the photography world is it about who you know what is the purpose behind their work um the ones that I really want to talk to their their work is absolutely amazing one in particular she likes to do shoots underwater and she now just started doing boudoir photography and boudoir photography has always been an interest of mine so I'm actually very excited to talk with her um, I'm not going to mention any handles or any names yet. If she's listening to this podcast, she knows who she is. But um, I'm eager to talk with her because I, it's nice to see her transition. Her transitioning from you know starting out. She used to do a lot of car photography and low riders and stuff like that. And then she went up and did now children and family and maternity. She went through newborn. And now she's going into this boudoir world that's so fascinating to me. And she has such a beautiful way of doing it. And I'm just eager to speak with her. So, just stay tuned for that. So, yeah, guys. Thank you so much for listening. This is a probably my longest podcast. I was just rambling around. Oh, my gosh. I'm just a hot-ass mess. By um, the way, before I end this show, this episode, um, a couple of days ago, I posted something on my IG stories about... Um, portraying of art and fear. Basically, I call it Tuesday's Thoughts. Cool little Twitter hashtag that Twitter always has trending. But I was really thinking about it. I always say, you know, as artists, you know, we tend to have our ideas so vividly in our minds. There are artists out there who are able to perfectly convey what they have envisioned in their heads and put it on paper or on film, which is awesome. If you're that gifted, oh my God, I wish I were you. I'm like... I'm like that a little bit. Like, I'm able to visualize a concept, sketch it out, and I try my best, really, to emulate that in real time. You know, I try to find those elements within my in my mind so that way when I see it in form in front of me, I can capture that. Um, but a lot of times, you know, as photographers, as artists, as painters, whatever we do in the art world, music, we have this dear in our heads and it is so conveyed perfectly in our minds that it's really hard for us to bring it out there. And I feel like that's part of fear. And I don't want us as artists to be fearful. I don't want us as artists to be scared of our voices. I want us to truly try to put what's in our minds onto the screen, onto the paper, whatever our medium is. I want us to try to do that. Where, you know, to use that as strength rather than using that as a way to be fearful of that idea and not try to do that. Because a lot of times we are so fearful of the idea that we have in our minds that we don't even bother with it. And I think that's what we lack right now in this social media atmosphere. Where a lot of things are emulated and imitated, but there's very few that have an individual voice and i i'm I'm looking for individual voices even for myself um i have stopped posting as much on my social medias because i feel like if this is not something that's too different than someone else's then i'm just not going to post it um i posted two pictures a, a couple of days ago and the 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 grid itself, I was very inspired by Sin Lago. She's a very popular Miami-based um, photographer. And the way that she has her grid is very unique and very different from what you see. So um, I think that was the only thing that I actually done that like, really like, tried to emulate someone else's. Actually, actually, I need to tag her and say that I was inspired by her because I don't want people to get into their feelings. People get so sensitive. On social media, but um, but no, seriously, I, I feel like we have to really try to really tone in and meditate on what the visuals or ideas that we have within ourselves and our minds, and really try our best to put it out on paper. And this can apply to anything; it doesn't necessarily have to be applied to just the art. It could be applied to anything that you're doing if you're going to be a doctor, a lawyer, a teacher, whatever. It's like whatever ideas you have in your mind, don't be afraid to write it out and put it on paper and try to convey that idea and bring it to life. Because I feel that that's the voice that we're lacking so much. And we are in need of it. And me being a Xenio, me being my 30s, and me being um, in this place where I've didn't have technology to not having technology the way that it is now that is what's lacking it we really are lacking individual voices there's a lot of voices that sounding the same and i'm getting bored so maybe so maybe i need to post those pictures that i don't post um on social to kind of shake things up a bit because a lot of the shit that i really 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 like probably y'all don't won't get but i'm to the point where i don't care anymore I don't care anymore so I don't know maybe stay tuned and we'll see um what I'll be posting up next (laughs) anyway guys thank you so much for joining in I'm gonna wrap this up you know I spent what time is it wow 30 wonderful minutes with you guys talking it up If there's anything that you want to add to this conversation Please call in, add your thoughts I would love to hear from you If you are listening to this on iTunes Please take some time and write a review I would love to hear your thoughts The good, the bad, constructive criticism I live for it, I don't mind I don't take it personally It's all for growth Love you guys, I hope you enjoyed my podcast And I will see you See you I can't see you, but I will talk to you There you go. I will talk to you next time. Bye.